Welcome, my friends, to episode two of True Selfie. It's Brooke, your host, for this newly created and pretty thought out podcast. Um, listen, if you haven't yet, I want you to stop right now, stop in your tracks, um, hit the pause button, all right, because you need to go back and listen to episode one. Um, I think it'll really open the doors to what we are going to talk about today. Um, I have my coffee in hand. I'm ready to go. Um, It's been reheated probably five times. So um, if you can relate, it's just, that's just life with kids. Um, And I'm just a real slow coffee drinker. So my husband can literally drink an entire pot of coffee. I can drink an entire cup of coffee in the same amount of time. but that's just me. So, (laughs) um, I am just honored to be here with you guys today. Thank you so much for your love and support in episode one. You guys, um, all reached out, messaged, emailed, you did all the things and I just appreciate it. Um, it means so much. Okay. So y'all get ready now that we have that out of the way. It's about to get hype in here this morning. Um, I actually had a whole other episode planned for today, but that's just how God works. (laughs) Um, And that's just how the week has been like laid out before me. That's kind of why I've chosen to kind of let these episodes come later in the week. So I really have time to just pray and ask God and just make sure that what I'm speaking is exactly what you need to hear. And so the spirit guides, here we are talking about a topic today that I really don't want to talk about. Um, I, I am not a very, I don't like to share a lot about my life, but I know that my life has a lot to share and a lot to speak into other people's lives. Um, when you share and when you're vulnerable, it literally opens up a whole realm of um, naysayers and people's judgments. And I know that this is a safe space. And so um, I'm really excited actually to be open and vulnerable with you today. And um, we just have to be dependent on the spirit, you guys. If the spirit is not guiding your steps, you're not truly being obedient. And that's a really hard lesson to learn. And that's kind of where my topic is going to start with today. So last week we did talk about selfie ID and just making sure that you know who you are um, in Christ. That way you can fully unlock the destiny that God has for you and the purpose that he has for you to walk out. And I'm gonna actually wreck your world today because (laughs) I'm gonna tell you the exact opposite. Um, oxymoron, right? So I told you last week to know who you are, but today I'm going to tell you to forget who you are, uh, forget yourself, lay yourself down, deny who you are. Um, that is an actual biblical lesson that we as Christians have to learn. And it's a, it's a biblical lesson that I learned just recently. And so that's why I can talk to you guys today from a point, not of scolding you or making you feel less than, but like, hey, I have literally have been there too. And um, God's grace has brought me to this place where I can actually speak on it from um, a place of experience and wisdom. And so um, deny yourself. I think about Jesus, the most perfect example that we have to live by and, and how he laid himself down for us. Um, you know, he knowingly came to the earth to die. 
Like he left heaven, the most beautiful place that we could ever like imagine. He left heaven for us. He came off of a throne where he was king to come down and die for us. He laid his crown down. Um, he laid his life down for us. Um, just for me and you, like talk about self-denial. So when I, um, when I say find who you are and walk in it, no, I'm saying know who you are, but then I want you to willingly lay it down. Um, because when you're laying down yourself, you're coming to the realization that it is not about you. And I recently had this moment where God and the Holy Spirit was like, Brooke, you've been making this about you for way too long. Like it is not about you. It's not about how you think things should be. It's not about how you see things currently. It's not about your opinions or your desires. It's not about you. We have to take our selfish ways out of the equation. And so vulnerable moment here, just this time last year, um, I kind of walked off the path that God had for me for just a short while. And I made a decision to um, walk away, not truly like completely walk away, but like, I think if I would have stayed on that path longer, I feel like eventually I I probably would have walked away. Um, But the Holy Spirit is just so good, you guys. Um, And so I made a decision last year about the same time to take on a new job. And um, I honestly did it out of a place of frustration. I was really discouraged. I was in a season of waiting and I had been praying and praying and praying. And I really felt like I knew that ministry was a part of my life and that God wanted me in that area, but I just wasn't seeing things the way that I felt like they needed to be. And so when you're not seeing things happen and you're, you're in a season of waiting and it just seems like you guys, it seems like eternity. (laughs) And I know God's probably laughing at me right now because I'm being very dramatic, but I was in a season of waiting and I know you guys can probably relate. There are seasons of waiting where you're waiting on answers, waiting on things to fall into place where you just feel like discouraged. You just feel frustrated, right? The details are just getting to you. And so that's where I was. I wasn't getting a green light um, in the area that I needed to see it in. And so I just decided, you know, God, if, if you're not doing it and I don't see it, maybe it's not your will. Maybe that, maybe I got it wrong. And so, you know, it's cool. God, I can, you know, I can go do this instead. And so I did this job instead and it was actually a job that I really loved. Um, I felt like in, it had all of my natural skills and abilities were being used. I felt accomplished. You know, I had this title. I just really, I was getting a good paycheck. Um, and so I, I felt like, you know, maybe this was what I was supposed to do. And, um, whenever you're doing things in your own strength, you have to realize that that's not God's purpose for your life. If you are doing things out of your own natural ability, you're not living your life to its fullest potential. Like you're not. And so no matter how many times you, you're doing things and things are lining up and you're getting promoted or you're 
um, you know, you're being successful and you're, you know, you're getting up early, you're going to the gym, you're, you're eating healthy, you're, you're doing work, you know, you're, you're doing the things, um, if you're doing them in your own natural ability, it's not God's intended purpose. At some point you have to rely on his strength to get things done supernaturally and spiritually that need to be done for the kingdom. And so I, um, like I said, I love my job. I was doing it, doing all the things, being successful. I felt like I was really good at it. And, but all of those things, even though they were lining up and I felt good in what I was doing, there was something on the inside of me that just didn't feel right. And I began to wrestle with this for months. I wrestled with it. Like my spiritual, there's just like a spiritual upset inside of me that I couldn't shake. And I didn't know what to do about it, okay? So fast forward a few months, I go to a women's conference. And I had literally had, I had to work all weekend. I had no intention of going to the women's conference. Um, I, I had to work. Like there was only a few services that I could have went to. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna pay the money. It's gonna be really stressful having to go back and forth. Um, you know, I'm not going no intention. Um, like wasn't in my calendar. Okay. So if you know me, I am a super calendar person, like in my phone, that's how me and my husband communicate and make sure that we, we get the kids where they need to go. And we're doing the things is by our calendar. And so if you're in my calendar, like that is my commitment to you. Like if I tell you, I put it in my calendar, like that is me making a covenant with you. <laughs> like I, I'm committing to you. Like you're in my calendar. It's happening. Um, but this was not in my calendar, you guys. But um, like I said, I had no intention. And so my mother-in-law actually reached out to me and she was like, you know what? I really want to go. Do you want to go? And I'm like, no, I'm not going. I don't want to go. But if you want to go, I will go. And so um, I went and one of the messages that was spoken that weekend was the title of this message. It isn't about you. And it wrecked me. Like just hearing the message wrecked me. Like that message in itself, I was like, yeah, God, like I hear you. It's not about me. I've made it about me. Like forgive me, Lord, that I've made your ministry for my life about me. Like it's not about me. And, um, you know, throughout the course of that evening, there were, I'm not even exaggerating and being dramatic here, but there were probably four to five women who came to me throughout different points of that night and just spoke God anointed words over me that fit in the season that I was in. They weren't, and the funny thing is, is none of them were the same. They were all different because that's how good God is. There are a lot of points and seasons and moments in our lives where it's very extensive. Like what we're walking through, it's a lot of layers. And so not only does he speak to the, the need at the moment, but he'll go back and he'll say, you know what, in this part of, of who you are, you need to address that and you need to fix this. And I need to just kind of tweak that a little bit because it's not in line with what I want for you. And so that's what happened over the course of that night is just, I just got like, I got an oil change. They changed my air, air filter, um, window washer fluid. My husband would be so proud of me right now for like using a car analogy. I know he is just smiling right now as he's listening, 
But that's how I felt. I just got a whole work over. And um, at that moment, I knew God had spoken and I knew that I was going to quit my job. Um, I put in my notice and then a few weeks later, I took on the job of an even crazier title um, as a stay-at-home mom. And so pray for me. (laughs) Um, But can I say, being home with my children and my husband and, and, you know, knowing that I, I was obedient, like peace over my spirit, over my mind, joy was restored. All of that anxiousness that I knew in my spirit was unsettled. Like God had just like, you did it. Now I can release all of this on you because you were obedient. And so he had given me direction. And so here I am with this podcast, you know, months later. And even this podcast though, you guys, isn't about me. Like you see myself, my selfie on there. There's a picture of me. Um, my name is right there, but this is not about me. This is about you. My yes to being obedient is about you, you who are listening, you who are gaining wisdom and being encouraged. You are what my yes is for. And so as you know, people are hearing my voice, I pray that they're hearing my voice, but they're feeling his spirit. Like I pray that, um, you know, people will listen to this podcast and their hearts would just start to, to ache for more, you know, that, um, the Holy spirit would just like start shifting and molding and, and taking out things that aren't like him, that as you're living life, a life, um, that it's more focused to what he desires for you and not what you desire. And so that is what it's about you guys it's about making decisions that will help me see him in my everyday life um you know it's about being a godly mother you know what i mean like i think about my children and in hopes that like as i am showing them love and nurturing them that they see jesus in me you know i think about my marriage and how jess and i really strive to to show them who Christ is through us. Like loving one another, um, doing things that we hate for the other person just because we are serving, just because we love. Um, so that one day when they are looking to be married and, and to have a marriage, they know what to look for. They don't settle for an abusive relationship or they don't settle for a relationship that will emotionally drain them, but they are looking for someone who is Christ-centered, who loves the Lord and who will serve them selflessly. That is why this cannot be about us. There are people who are watching us. You know, I think about um, my ministry and how I have the privilege Um, to speak over children and just to train them and give them knowledge and hope. And so if I am not living a life every single day, when I walk into that room, they're going to see right through me. They're going to see that it's just me. But if I am living a life for Jesus, they're going to see Jesus poured out through me. They're going to see a life surrendered, laid down for Jesus, a life to model, a life to imitate. I actually posted a selfie 
I think it was yesterday and um, it might still be on my stories. I don't know. Um, but I was sitting down yesterday and I was going to do like a story or uh, maybe a reel. <laughs> I don't really know the difference <laughs> quite yet, but I'm figuring it out. Um, but I was going to do a story or a reel and I sat down and I noticed that he was watching me and he was imitating what I was like my facial expressions and stuff. And so I put my hand up on my chin or my finger on my chin. Um, and he followed me and I took a picture and I was like, this is my little imitator. And, um, even in that small moment, like God spoke in that moment and he was just like, you know what? There are people who are imitating you. There are people who are following you. Like how you speak, how you're handling situations, the actions that you're doing, the life that you're living, the places that you're going, people are watching you. And the life you are living cannot be based on your flesh and what you want. It has to be based on the call that God has on your life. Um, And so, like even in those small moments, I'm just like, God, he speaks so clearly if we will just pay attention and if we will just have ears and eyes to see. I love Matthew 16, um, verses 24 to 26. It says, then Jesus went to work on his disciples. And that's what I felt like God did on me that day. I felt like he just like overhauled. He did all of the work on me, everything that I needed in that moment. And in the moments to come, he was just like, I'm just going to do it all. I'm just going to fix everything. (laughs) And so he says, um, in scripture, anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You are not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering, embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way. It's my way to finding yourself, your true self. What kind of deal is it to get everything you want but to lose yourself? What could you ever trade your soul for? And that's in the message. And I I love that because it says self-sacrifice is the only way to finding your true self. Laying down yourself is the only way you will really know your true selfie. You know, my decision a few months back just to go another way, you know, it felt good to take on that job. Um, Like I said, I was making good money. I had a paycheck, I was spending that paycheck. I felt accomplished, I had the title, I did the things, but at the end of the day, I was losing myself. And there is nothing worth losing, my friend, than losing your soul, like nothing. No relationship is worth it, Um, no amount of money, no paycheck, no pleasure of the world, no drink, no drug, no fleshly pleasure, you know, things that make you feel good. Nothing is right unless you are walking out the plan and the purpose that God has for you. That's so, so good. Um, You know, and and if I can encourage you, I know that there are some listening today um, that you have taken that step off. You were like me last year. You know, you may have gotten discouraged. You didn't see things unfolding the way that you had hoped or the way that you had planned. Um, maybe you just got pulled off into a life, um, that you're in and on the inside, 
you just don't feel right. Like you know there's a better way. The situations that you find yourself in, they just don't, there's just something off about them. Um, The people around you, they're just different. They're not who you were created to hang out with. And you just really, you seem lost and that's okay. I was in that same position. I just felt lost. I was doing all the right things, but on the inside, there just was something missing. Can I tell you that God is not telling you, he's not looking at you and saying like, you know, I've thrown you out, like it's fine, like you are, he's not labeled you useless. You know, he hasn't given up on you. Instead, he is just standing there waiting with the biggest smile, just happy to know that you are coming back home. Like just step back on the path that he has for you. It is so easy. There was a word that was spoken to me back in April and it was literally this. You are still on the path. You took a detour, but you are still on the path. And can I just re-speak that over you today? You're still on the path. You may have taken a step off. You may have gotten in a bad relationship. You may have taken way too many drinks. You may have been to one too many parties. You know, you may have been in a situation where you know in your heart is it wasn't right. You may have made some bad decisions. You may have chosen to end a life that God, you know, in the moment it didn't seem right. And so you you thought, you know, maybe I'll, I'll just not have that baby. You may have had that moment in your life recently and God isn't looking at you saying you're useless. He's not voiding you off. He's not casting you out. He's Instead, he's just saying, come back to me. Just step back on the path. You're never too far gone. You may have lost yourself for a moment, but I'm telling you, life is so much better with me on your side. You know, and we can't take that call lightly because there are people who need you. There are people who need you to recognize your call, to recognize who you are, to recognize that you are a child of God and that you belong to Him. People need you. And like that selfie that I took with Easton the other day, you know, he's imitating, he was imitating me. There are people imitating you. Are what they are what they are imitating? Is that holy? Is it righteous? Is it line up with God's word? At the end of the day, I want my yes, the selfless yes that I have laid down for Jesus. I want it to result in so many more yeses to those people around me. Because there are people who need me. As crazy as it is, there's, there are people who need me. And so my challenge for you today, we're going to wrap up. Um, there's two challenges that I have for you. It's kind of two different things. But number one, I want you guys to write down people's names that you encounter every week. Because a lot of times we don't recognize that we do have influence. There are people that God has put in your life that you are supposed to be influencing intentionally and you're not. And so I want you to write down people that you regularly see every week. It could be people that you you work with, people that you see at the gas station every week. You may go in for a Starbucks coffee every week, every day. 
and you see the same person. It could be your family. It could be people that you just, you see at church or at sporting events. Anybody that you see every week, I want you to write their names down because it's going to, it's going to physically show you that there are people around you that need you. It's gonna show you that. And then I want you to start intentionally planning on how you can influence those people for Christ. It could be as simple as bringing in um, a gift for them. It could be buying their coffee. It could be saying like, hey, I, I noticed that you're, you're off today. Is everything okay? Can I pray with you about something, right? It could be little things like that. It could be making a post on social media and just saying like, hey, can I pray with you about something today? Or God is good, you know, anything. Be intentional. We have to be intentional about what we're doing. And then I want you to take a selfie. Can you just take a selfie? I want you to take a selfie and I want you to post it. Why do I want you to do that? Because I want you to see where you're starting out on your journey right now. And then at the end of this little um, season, there will be other seasons coming up that talk about other topics. Maybe a marriage, I would love to do a marriage one with Jess and I. And so I'm, I'm really praying about that. Um, we've talked about it recently, but that's just really on my heart. I wanna do a marriage podcast. There's just so many different topics, but I, but this season is true selfie. And I want at the end of these, however many episodes there are, I want you to take another selfie and I want you to see if there's a difference in who you are, where you're at in your life. Have you grown? What are you doing? Are you being more intentional? Are you saying yes to everything? Are you being obedient? Are you walking out the plan that God has for you? So take a selfie. Um, You know, Esther 414 says this and then we're going to pray. What if you don't say anything at this time? Then help for the Jews will come from another place but you and your family will die. Who knows? It's possible that you have become queen for a time just like this. There may not be a title of queen over your life or king over your life, but can I tell you, there's a title that you are a child of God and there are people that will die, literally die, because you don't say a thing, because you're not influencing, you're not speaking truth, you're not praying for them. And so can I say, lay yourself down, quit worrying about things, quit worrying about what people are gonna say and just walk the path that he has for you. Let's pray. God, I thank you for this time this morning. I thank you, God, that you are able to speak through me, God, and just pour your spirit out on these people listening. God, I just pray you would just stir our hearts. God, bring us back to a place of humility and vulnerability. God, I pray that you would just let us have a heart that's solely after you, God, that we would lay down our fears, our worries, our what ifs, how we think things should go, God, and we would pick up how you, what you want, God, your will, your desire for our life. I thank you for that. And I praise you for that. God, I pray right now your Holy Spirit would tug on the hearts of those who felt like they have walked off the path. God, they've taken just a slight detour. And God, that is a-okay. You're just standing there waiting for them to just walk back on that path. 
to your full to their fullest potential god for your glory and we just thank you and we praise you and we just pray god that you would just keep us safe and just bless us in our efforts god help us be obedient to what you want us to do in jesus name amen listen guys i am so excited um I hope that you were encouraged today, loved, and I hope that you know that you are worthy. You're beautiful, God. You God gives you so much. Just walk in it. 